0: Welcome to the Marketing Millennials, the No BS Marketing Podcast. I'm Daniel Murray, and join me for unfiltered conversations with the brains behind marketing's coolest companies. The one request I tell our guests, stories or it didn't happen. Get ready to turn the fuck up. I'm here with Kaylee from Refine Labs, and I'm going to ask her some marketing questions. It's a rapid fire episode and just come up with the best answer you had. And to be honest, Kelly hasn't prepared for these these questions. So I'm shooting my shot with them. Um, the first question is, what is the best marketing advice you've ever received?
1: Slow down so we can move fast. In early days, worked with this brilliant brand leader that had spent his career not in the bubble of B2B SaaS. And he was constantly telling us, slow down so you can move fast. There's um, excitement to like iterating and innovating and launching. And while you definitely need to have a bias for launching, you shouldn't spend six months in a bubble working on a website before you launch it. Launch a page at a time. There's still a, a lot of power that can come from slowing down so that you can move faster.
0: What are three tips you would give yourself starting your marketing career over today?
1: I think that as time goes on, I am constantly becoming more and more aware of the bubble of B2B SaaS. If I was starting over again, I think I would love, and it's actually something that's on my list of things to do and get better at this year, is to expose myself to other business models outside of the B2B world and continue to learn and innovate from them. Most of the plays and tactics that are like cutting edge today in SaaS we're actually already stealing or borrowing from DTC players or e players or CPG players that have already done it and are honestly doing it much better than we are. So I'd love to like continue to be inspired earlier in my career on other business models. I think it could be really impactful. Surround yourself with smart people way smarter than you. Never have that chip on your shoulder to admit you don't know something because the fact of the matter is you don't know everything and there's somebody in the room that probably knows more than you or looks at things differently than you, and it will only continue to like help you evolve and grow in your career that much faster. Three is kind of similar to uh the second one, but I think it's important. Start a list of Avengers. I think it was, I don't know, 2015 or 2014. I started a notion doc full of Avengers of just really cool, wicked, smart people that I've met, crossed paths with, exchanged coffee with, whatever. And I go back to that list more often than you can imagine when I'm stuck and have a problem or something that I'm like, oh man, I just don't understand how I'm going to get over this hurdle. I'll go back and look at that list. And I'll be like, oh, Lane can answer this. She was an expert in XYZ. It's super helpful. So formalist list of Avengers would be my third one.
0: That's one of my favorite ones that you just said. I, I just talked to the head of marketing at Jasper and she said like the same exact thing. Um, What's a marketing tactic you're bullish on right now?
1: I think I'm really pumped for the prospect and hope of micro events. Um, I think there's been like lots of evolutions to event marketing throughout my career. And I think obviously the pandemic has kind of changed course for what event marketing looks like in 2023. And I think it's for the best. I see and I'm excited by a lot of companies that are finding good success with hosting micro events alongside like a Dreamforce or a HubSpot inbound, etc. The fact of the matter is like not every company can afford the luxury of buying a booth at Salesforce. And quite honestly, like the ROI is probably not that favorable. But hosting a micro event alongside a flagship event has like a lot of buzz to it and a lot of like flywheel effects that I'm pretty excited about. There are a couple companies out there that are pulling it off pretty well today. So we'll see what that looks like by the end of the year.
0: One of them was Chili Piper. Um, One of them Chili was Piper Chili Piper. They're hey. still out
1: there crushing it too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. there are tons yeah, yeah. of other small companies with I know scrappy budgets out there pulling it off, and I think that's that's really hopeful.
0: What is something that most companies are doing wrong today in marketing?
1: Spending too many dollars on capturing demand. <laughs> Is that a fair response?
0: Yeah, I, I knew that was going to be the response, but I, <laughs> I wanted the answer. Um, okay, fair. What is an overrated marketing t- channel you, you think?
1: I don't even know if I can think of anything that's overrated. I think most of my points go to like underrated marketing channels. A lot of people pour a lot of dollars into LinkedIn advertising. Obviously, the targeting is great and the CPLs are crazy expensive because of it. Not that you should generate, you know, all of your, or center your attention on CPLs, but it's really, really expensive. I think there are other other ways that you could probably get better return, not on LinkedIn.
0: That's a good one. Um, and last question I have for you is, what is a piece of content that you've consumed, a book, a podcast, a course that impacted you most as a marketer?
1: A couple weekends ago I just finished this book called Building a Second Brain. I think the like URL is just buildingasecondbrain.com. I would recommend this book to literally everyone. The premise is that we will forget 99% of what we learn and consume today without a way to properly archive it. If you think of it similar to like a um filing system, like having some type of way to archive the Relevant information that you can use today, tomorrow, six years from now in a digital filing system is like something that I I definitely need for whatever it's worth. I'm obviously like a full time marketer. I have two young children at home. I'm married like, you know, life is a lot. There's a lot of things flying at me and I consume a lot of information and hope to retain a lot of information in a day, but just can't. There's too many things taking up space in my like memory. So I read this book, Building a Second Brain. I would recommend it to everyone. It He has a really incredible digital filing process using pretty simple tools like I'm using all free tools like Instapaper to capture information, recording and filing all of it in notion. I've been doing it for a couple of weeks now and I already feel like mentally lighter because I know that I'm like retaining this information in an archivable and findable way for the future.
0: I need. I definitely need that book because I feel like my brain feels like one of those desks where you have a bunch of papers on it, and you kind of like (laughs) like looking for that one paper. Um, That's what my brain feels like. I'm like, oh yeah, I I remember hearing that one place. Like, I think it's in that pile right there. That's how. So I definitely need like a digital filing system. Well, thank you so much for this. This was great. And go check out our previous episode that we, we recorded earlier. And thank you so much uh, for joining.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was awesome.
0: Thanks so much for listening. Tune in next week to hear more great insights from marketing's coolest operators. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the Marketing Millennials podcast and giving it a five-star rating It helps bring more marketers into our community.